Okay, welcome back to the Author Speaker Podcast org dot org org authorspeakerpodcast.org make sure you subscribe go to the website authorspeakerpodcast.org and hit the subscribe button on the far right hand side put your name and email and we'll email you once a week with a new episode so you never miss an episode if you don't want to miss an episode of the author speaker podcast i hope you don't anyway so uh i'm steve siebel i'll be your host again today and uh i want to talk for a second about something that's such a big deal with with uh in the new world really of marketing as a speaker and an author, and that's and, a, and as a coach, really as well, and that's social media. Now, there's a lot out there on social media, and I am not a social media expert. I use social media. Um, I've got a decent following on social media. There are people with a lot bigger social media following, and in the business, I mean, in our business. Uh, but uh, but but there's one thing in particular, specifically, that I want to hit home with social media because it is such a big deal. Okay, and that's. I want you to answer this question for yourself as a speaker, author, coach, someone that is in a position or is positioning him or herself to guide other people or organizations to the next level of success. In other words, in other words, we are not selling aluminum siding. It's not the wrong selling aluminum siding. It's a good product, but or not wrong selling anything for that matter. But we're we're not we're not um, you know we're not doing jobs. We're not paving roads. We are guiding people's lives. Sometimes entire organizations. I mean, you know, I did turnarounds, as most of you know, if you've been on the podcast for a while, for 23 years with some of the biggest companies in the world. We turned around, you know, low performing divisions of sales teams in large companies like Johnson and Johnson and Procter and Gamble and Microsoft and GlaxoSmithKline and Harris and Caterpillar and on and on for 23 years to the tune of $1.3 billion in turnaround. So, I mean, I know something about that and you are guiding, you know, a company that's doing, you know, a hundred billion dollars a year. You're guiding them to the next level of success sometimes, or it may be your coach or an author and you're guiding your reader, you're guiding your student to the next levels of success. So my point is, you're 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 doing a job that has prestige, and the way you're presenting yourself on social media is critical. I mean, you see some of the crazy stuff, you know, that I see on social media, right? I mean, we all we all see the crazy stuff, and I and, I, and honestly, as pure entertainment. I really enjoy some of the crazy stuff. I, I just I got introduced to TikTok maybe six months ago. I'm a little slow up on uh, on the uptake on TikTok, but I haven't really engaged on TikTok as a as a as a as a speaker, an author yet. I'm going I'm going to, and uh, but uh, but some of the videos on there are absolutely hysterical. I mean, I just, it's just really funny stuff. But as a speaker, author, coach, do I want to put videos of my dog on uh, or my cat or something crazy on TikTok? You know, probably not. Um, do I want to put something salacious on there? Probably not. Or any other platform? Probably not. When people Google you, when someone's going to hire you to speak, let's say, and you're up against some big speakers and you're charging $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 a speech or whatever you're charging, and you have 200 people competing, you, competing with you at a national convention or regional convention, and they Google you to find out who you are, what are they going to see on your Facebook page? What are they going to see on Instagram? What are they going to see on TikTok? What are they going to see on all these different social media platforms? 
What they see is how they're going to judge you. What they, when they Google you, what do they see? So I think it's great. You know, when people say, well, you got to get engagement. You got to go on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and all these, you know, TikTok, all of them. And you got to get engagement because that's what the search engines look for. That's what the platforms look for is engagement. That's the more engagement you get, the more people they, the algorithm directs you toward directs you to so you get the you get more eyeballs you get more people watching listening that kind of thing which is great which is true and that's all great but at the same time be very very careful what you're posting you may get a boatload a boatload of of uh eyeballs and people engaging but how does it make you look to the buyer you know I can tell you as a person, a national keynote speaker, you know, speaking mostly, I spoke mostly in the 23, my 23-year career at national conventions. That's a lot of more in Las Vegas. You know, it's kind of funny, but um, Las Vegas is, seems to be the national convention you know, capital of, uh, of the country here in America, in the U.S. And so I did mostly national conventions. So you're up against some of the smartest people, some of the best speakers out there. And, you know, they can hire anyone. They, they, they get down to the top 10 or 15, and everyone's a rock star. Everyone's really good, you know. So they could hire anyone. They could never really make a mistake on the top ones. But you got to beat some of the best people out there. And if you let down in one area or another, you might lose a $20,000 speech, which could become a $2 million consulting program, you know, consulting contract. And we made most of our money on the back end of the business, not in keynote. We did, you know, again, I've said this publicly many times just to give uh, people in the business an idea of what's possible at some level that we did roughly 16 in 23 years, about $16 million in keynote speeches. But we made most of our money in the back end when we sold training and consulting contracts and coaching contracts on the back end of the keynote speech. And so keynotes are great, but the back end is really powerful. So you might say if you lose a keynote speech and you're charging, let's just say 10,000. So you lost it. You say, well, I lost 10,000. Oh well, you got a back-end program. You may, you may you may have lost a 10-year contract with one of the biggest companies in the world who might be it might be a $10 million contract. You could have just cost yourself $10 million. So let's say you put something that doesn't make doesn't make you look very good on social media, and I'm the economic buyer at Microsoft, you know, and I go in and I just check, well, I'm going to check your social media to see, you know, if there's something that might come up that could hurt us if we hire this person. Da, 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 da. And I see something that, that you're off on a rant about something or this or that. And I think, yeah, we don't really want any of that. We don't want any part of that at our company. Uh, that doesn't, that doesn't look good. You know, uh, you, you drunk on Saturday night doesn't really look very very good so we're we're your judgment really scares me so i think i'm going to pass on you even though you might be the best speaker that's what you want to avoid so what i would say is be very very calculated in your postings when it comes to social media i post typically tv interviews i do a lot of television um i do typically three a week um t- three tv interviews a week radio you can't really post too much radio but but anything online interviews online podcasts whatever i do that this podcast I, I i i post podcasts we have three podcasts we do uh we have a mental toughness podcast which is my subject and then my wife dawn and i have a, a podcast called success money and marriage com if you're interested <laughs> it's for couples that work together that build that are married or cohabitating and they're building a business together it's funny we clown around a lot and have some fun with it but anyway we have three podcasts and so 
I post podcasts, and not all the time, but sometimes, because I'm thinking about the economic buyer, who's probably a four or $500,000 a year executive in a huge multinational company, and I'm thinking, what are they seeing? Well, they see I'm doing podcasts, that's good, okay? Uh, they see I'm on television, that's good. They see I'm being you know, interviewed by Forbes or Wall Street Journal or New York Times or whatever, that's good. Um, I can post anything that's professional. Now, I, I'll post things about my dog, you know, like a picture of my dogs, or uh, we have a tennis court here at Bone Allen Mansion, and I play tennis a couple times a week on the court and I might take a picture out in the court you know at night and say oh we're playing tennis at Bonell Mansion just some personal thing and that that's not going to hurt me okay um, things like that but nothing nothing that would ever give a buyer pause for hiring me and I will tell you, I've had some social media people and even recently say, you know, you shouldn't be posting all these television interviews, okay? Because that's not going to get, those are links. They have links back to your YouTube channel, my Steve on TV channel, which is my media channel. Uh, Steve, you can go see it if you like, steveontv.com. And it links back. So when you put a link on Facebook, they give you less, the, the algorithm, you know, promotes you to less people. But see, I'm not going for the algorithm. What I'm going for is the economic buyer who Googles me and sees all my social media um, and goes to the page and sees my, me on TV. That's what I want to see because that's money in my pocket. I don't care where Joe Blow lives two blocks down the street from me, thinks about my TV interview, whether he sees it or not. I'm, I'm positioning myself for the economic buyer as a professional speaker. I don't care about, you know, I'm not posting what I eat for lunch. You could do that if you want, but as a speaker, I think it's, a, it's, it's, it's foolish. Be very, very careful what you put there because everything you put down, it's like people going for jobs. You know, I've hired roughly in our companies about 500 people over the years, but, you know, most a lot of the years there was no social media. But now when we look at hiring people or even when we look at taking on partners, you know, in different places, we check their social media and we want to see what the hell they're putting out there. And if they're, if they're you know, they, they, they're real angry or they've got some criminal sort of like, you know, angle to them, obviously, or anything that seems off, really off. I mean, I don't care what they do in their part, in their, in their, spare time, but I want to make sure that it's not, we're not getting in, you know, in bed with someone, so to speak, that doesn't fit our value system as a company or whatever company or organization we're hiring for. And of course, you know, I'm not alone doing that. Any employer is going to do that. So you have to be very, very careful. But as a speaker, because keynote speakers are elevated in, with credibility, I mean, keynote speakers are revered. There's no quite in the speaking world, the, you know, I know trainers don't like this, but I'm a trainer as well. Okay, so I, I and I'm and I've coached big companies. I've coached Olympic athletes, you know, professional athletes for ten years. I did that. So I mean, I think I have some right to say this. Keynote speakers are way more credible than trainers, workshop leaders, teachers, or any other form of speaking. Keynote speakers are the top of the top. They're usually the best speakers out there. Not always, but usually. But whether they're the best speakers or not, they have the most credibility, which is wonderful. Right. Uh, you know, you, you work a national convention. Let's say there's 50 speakers. Well, and, you know, you know this if you've worked in nationals before. If you haven't, then you'll learn this pretty quickly when you do. But when you work a national convention, let's say for Procter & Gamble or Johnson & Johnson or any other convention, that might be 50, 60, 70 speakers on the program. So there's usually a speakers meeting. Well, there's always a speakers meeting of some, of some level. And you typically have to submit your slides, if you have slides, submit your script even sometimes, tell them what you're given outline. Usually they, they make you do that. And then there's a speakers meeting usually the day before the convention um, where they tell you, look, you have to be on time. You know, here's where you have to be backstage. You get mic'd up 20 minutes before, whatever the rules of the convention are. And you have to be at the speakers meeting. If you don't show up at the speakers meeting, you don't speak. With the exception of one person. 
that doesn't have to show up at the speakers meeting, does not have to submit the slides, does not have to submit the outline or the bullet points. Guess who that speaker is? The keynote speaker. Doesn't have to submit anything. How do I know? Because I've been doing it for 23 years. I've never submitted. I can't ever, unless I'm missing maybe one or two, but 23 years, you know, lots and lots of speeches, um, thousands. I've, you don't have to submit. I never, I go to the speakers meeting usually because I feel bad not going and I kind of like to, you know, see what they're saying, but I don't have to go. You usually you walk in, they say, there's our keynote speaker right here. The, my point of this is the credibility is very, very high. Don't ruin it with what you post on social media. Be very, very careful. You're going to cost yourself a fortune. So I know people have all kinds of strategies about what to put on social media, and that's not my expertise. I mean, I'm learning, I'm doing it as much as I can, but at the same time, I'm just saying on the other side of the spectrum, be very careful what you post. It might end up costing you a lot of money. Do not tarnish your reputation as a speaker by posting stupid things on social media. Be very, very careful. And, I, and I'll wrap it with that because I think that, that, that says, at all you're welcome to go see my social media google my name and you know again that that's really what it comes down to we're in the google world right google owns the world it seems like it so what do you do when you meet someone you google them okay when i google you what do i find you google me and see what you find okay use use me as a as a and any speaker for that matter that you want to and see what see if there's anything that might hurt me as a speaker i don't think there's much out there that, that would hurt me but what about you does it do you have anything out there that might hurt you be very careful Okay, because we are living in the Google world and Google knows all. <laughs> okay, with that, we'll wrap up. Make sure you subscribe again. Uh, AuthorSpeakerPodcast.org. Not dot, dot .com. We couldn't get dot .com. AuthorSpeakerPodcast.org. Uh, and uh, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. And we'll send you an email every week with a new episode so you never miss another episode of our podcast. So with that, I'm Steve Siebold. Thanks for listening.